Their hands, dude. This is good stuff. That was bad. Oh, yeah. That's like a nice freaking nitro. Oh, where are my manners? So we are at an undisclosed location. Um, Cabello of the woods. It is 2.15 a.m. Um, I feel like we've been up for a couple days. It's been like, about one, hasn't it? We had a busy last day. Um, it's beautiful temperature. This is like the perfect time of year. Season is changing. Here with Cody, I haven't seen you in a few months, I feel like. I feel like the last couple times I've been back, one of us has been busy. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, when was the last time? What, what season are we in right now? Is this fall now? It is fall. Is it summer that you were here last? Because it's, yeah, it's past September 21st or 22nd, so it's fall now. Was it before Officially. or after the corona started? It was probably after. I've probably seen you want, I don't know if I've seen you since corona hit. <laughs> I don't you think so? I truly don't know it, it could have been like before have, have I seen you since I went to Bloomington was did you leave already when we went to Olivia's house remember we had those like cat piss cigars or was that way, that was a long that time was way, ago was it jeez <laughs> uh, that was like Thanksgiving like oh a year or two ago I had that cigar for a whole year in my car. Really? And then in my desk drawer. That was over, that was a year and a half ago. Because I remember because that was... I feel like that was around Thanksgiving. Well, it was cold as balls out. I don't remember that. And you smoked it. And then I woke up the next morning and tried to run. Hey, when was that? It was on Thanksgiving break or something. But I was, I was... I don't know. I tried to run the next morning. I couldn't. I, like, almost vomited. It was a pretty shitty cigar. It was very terrible, but I kept that with me for over a year. <laughs> Did it get better? I finally killed it. Gosh, I killed it a little bit ago, but I smoked it several times. Like, sometimes I would just light it and, like, take a puff in my room while I was working on homework. <laughs> just to, like, chew on it just to focus <laughs> up. But, yeah, it still always had an interesting smell. That was... Like, also, I think probably four or five people probably smoked that cigar. Really? So it... Had well, a good I, life on it. I'm honored. That was a clearance cigar from uh, from <laughs> this is uh, a Port, Port Royal. Ten dollars special. <laughs> I don't even know if it was that much. It was probably ten dollars. I, I remember the first time we went into Port Royal, and we had no idea what we were looking at, like in that humidor. And, and of course, the guy came in. The guy came in to talk to us, and then like I just ended up buying coffee. I think I don't even know if I like. I may no. I don't even think I bought a cigar. I think I got. A coffee. Yeah, we just sat in. But he had like a there. sweet machine in there. Like he, he ground it fresh right there. I just remember looking at times. the all the pipes. Yeah, the three hundred dollar pipes. They went on fire. Oh. Yeah, pipes are interesting. There was like a, there was quite a crowd in there too. I feel like there were regulars in there. They'd sit in there and talk about news and politics and stuff. Oh. Fun setting. 
So, I mean, I feel like the last few episodes we've kind of done this too, like where I haven't seen you in forever and then you come back and... Yeah, that's really... That's been my presence on this show. It's like, I go away, you go away. Hey, whatever happened while I have both of you here, whatever happened to when I was in Spain and you guys were supposed to start... You were the host. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) Andy has no words. I spilled my beer. (laughs) There it is. I was just like patiently waiting for the Cody cast to come out. (laughs) EMT school happened. That's what happened. And I think then Andy took full advantage of that. (laughs) Yeah, little break. But no, this is a hell of a studio that's set up here. Thank you, Cabela's, for sponsoring. (laughs) Yes, Cabela's sponsored us. Great outdoors. Uh, We have these lights that are like, even though it's 3 a.m., it basically feels like it's 1 in the afternoon. Um, These lights are wireless. I don't even, what, they're just battery operated? Battery operated. We have a new mic situation going on. I don't even know what that is, but... And then is this even running off your laptop? No. So we're completely interesting. So this is basically a brand new setup. I don't know. The nature sounds are nice too. Can you? They're coming through on that. Yeah. Ebenezer Rock is pretty cool. I still don't know what is an Ebenezer Rock. I don't know, man. It's just what it is. Okay. Well, if anybody wants to look up what an Ebenezer Rock is, and send it to us that'd be much appreciated um so you are going to medic school right now mm-hmm. oh i'm in yeah in paramedic school so it's pretty much the step up from well two steps up from what i am right now because there's i'm an emt okay there's advanced emt and then there's paramedic okay and then you go even farther and you can become like a critical care paramedic or you can become a um, uh, a nurse slash medic, and you can go do flight stuff. Yeah. So will you be working in a different setting, or just kind of a different title and role, or? Yeah, it'll it'll all be the same. It's just I will have. So the way it works is you work under a certain scope of practice, mm-hmm. and if this is the EMT scope of practice. This is like the medic scope of practice. Uh, like just as in there's things that you can't yeah. and cannot do. So like medics, as an EMT, I can pretty much, I can, or it's easier to describe it the other way. Medics can start IVs, push fluids, push medications, um, interpret 12 lead, like cardiac strips and stuff. They can do a bunch of airway things, intubation, cricothyrotomies, mm-hmm. um, all this crazy stuff EMTs can't do a lot of that they can I can ventilate people so I can use a bag valve mask and like kind of breathe for them I can do CPR I can do basic like shock control hemorrhage control everything like that Um, I can do like off the books I can do what the medic tells me to do sort of if the break all right, I guess we're going to break. Break. All right. What are we talking about? We get the whole thing. Uh, intubating patients. Intubating? Oh, I scope of practice no, crap? Yes, yeah, scope of practice. 
but yeah, pretty much I uh, uh, hmm? can't do as much as what a medic can. Okay, so you're gonna be moving on up in the world. Yes, sir. And be able to help people out more. Make a whole. So, extra. so, like, when you guys go on a run, is there always like one of each of you, or like sometime yeah. you could just get stuck with like well, two EMTs and they just like can't legally work on you? Well, so we at Han or at Hanco, we we ideally will have. Well, in a perfect world, we'd have two medics on a truck. Yeah, and that'd be awesome. But the way it normally is, is a medic and a basic. And um, unfortunately, like, per our protocol, a lot of the stuff has to be ALS. So the medic has to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's something like, <clears throat> oh, like, like a stub toe, like, basic right. would take that run. Or anything just not severe, the basic will take the run. Um but there have been times, and a lot of times, where it's two basics on a truck. And in that situation, usually the intercept will chase them. And that'll be... The intercept is always a medic. Okay. So then that way, there's a medic on scene. If the medic needs to take the run, they can. Um, if all hell breaks loose and all trucks are occupied and the basic has to go on, like, a chest pain or something, there's certain things I can do that you want another or? what's in here it's a little nitro ball really yeah whenever you, you a cr- ball in there yeah when you crack it it releases the plastic widget and the can releases nitrogen <laughs> i've never heard of such a thing it's in the bottles too really mm-hmm but when you get it on uh on tap it the nitro is infused in it Sorry, I just had to be dramatic. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting in what? Yeah, we can light it. We can light up. Why is that like it, like bent back while I was doing it? I guess I need to catch up. It's not a race. good is that good audio this is just like i feel like ever since we made this cody that you were like i can't wait for the day that we're allowed to drink like on (laughs) and like do this i've still have been i've always been like so hesitant of uh i don't know like drinking on camera and like we don't swear on camera really it's just smoking on camera like i don't a lot of these things are not necessarily things that I would wholeheartedly uh, endorse in all situations, but this is this is a good time to go for it. Do you know how to cut these things? I cut that one a little big. What'd she say? She said. Wait, maybe you shouldn't say this on. Over the. Over Hold on. So what is this little? Rick, Rick, uh, probably won't take that off, but yeah, yeah. This is a uh, brand's called Warfighter Cigars. Okay. Um, ran by veterans, I believe. Influenced by veterans, 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 veterans. 
But uh, so we're supporting our troops by smoking the troops. Um, but all their cigars are named after uh, ammunition, so you know. You think I can light this in the fire? Wow. Probably not. Those are kind of expensive cigars. So. <laughs> all right, I don't want to burn it. What? Where? Remember, Roll kids. The paper. It's okay to smoke a cigar every once in a while. Every once in a while. Or every day. It's a PSA. I'm gonna have another beer. Sticking with the Guinness? For right now, I think this, this compliments Guinness. This is the 556. Um, I don't remember if it's the Cabaro, Cabaro, something. It's the big fat one, but five, five, six. Fantastic cigar. Goes great with. Um, what did I have that night? What? <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna have like. 15 minutes of dead air while we try to light <laughs> our cigars. It's part of the experience. If anybody makes it past this. I oh. also. <laughs> Look out, dude. Am I complete? <laughs> Did you see that? I'm a complete novice at lighting a cigar, so. Mmm. Golfing. I've picked up golfing recently. Really? Have you golf? Do you golf? No. Well, if you're good at it, you can come drive for me. And I'll okay, see we can just do, game. yeah, like a partner's thing. I just want to, every time that I smoke a cigar, I like want to smoke a cigar, and I start smoking it, and I'm like, yeah, this is like why I only smoke one a year. <laughs> well, <clears throat> you know what I mean? I do like it. It makes, like, <laughs> wow. You broke rule number one. No F-words. We're going to get pulled off the air now. Oh, you can crop it out. <laughs> Dude, that was half a beer. <laughs> what do you think this is? That just right went out in my hand. Bro, something about, like, tobacco just makes me, like, sick to my stomach a lot of times. So I'm just, like, not, not a huge fan. Oh, no, I love good cigar. Do you? I've got a little humidor now. These are the last two out of it. I've been trying to save money. Mm -hmm. And it's not going too well. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think you're just supposed to light them on fire. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> just lights on fire. <laughs> <laughs> These are pretty fat boys. They're not very tolerable. <laughs> no, I'm just laughing. I was laughing and I like sucked in a puff of smoke. Yeah. Well. Welcome to the show. We're 20 minutes in, but we're just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope these last for longer than that.
such a fucking good. Success. Speaking of podcasting, you see, I don't know. Do you watch Joe Rogan at all? Not really much anymore. I really should do watch more, like study. I should study more often, but I usually go home and <laughs> sleep. So, there's I that. Like, I mean, I don't know that I would consider him academic, but. <laughs> well, I didn't mean like that. I meant like... Oh, you need to study more. Yeah. So you don't watch podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were like, I would, I should watch it more because I need to study up. No, I was just going to say, I don't know. I just read earlier today that Spot, like he just signed the Spotify that they're going to strike. What? Because they want his, what, like trans comments edited or something. I don't know. They want... The show like clipped and edited, but he signed a contract already, so you can't. Back yeah, he signed like a hundred million dollar contract. Oh my Christ! Like for exclusive rights to the show. Maybe. That's see. That's why you just you gotta just <laughs> stick with the way you're doing it. I know, but like it's not like YouTube is any better. Like I think he probably thought he was gonna get more freedom. At Spotify, but I mean, I don't. I mean, the, the the deals of the or the terms of the deal aren't public, so like, who knows if he? I assume he would have got like full autonomy over a show. So was he like only through? Was he stuff. only through YouTube then? No, he had his own. He had his own, uh, just website. That's what I thought. That he hosted. So he just wasn't making enough money that way, and he needed to. No, he was. I just. I, I mean, I'm sure he wasn't making maybe a hundred million dollars. <laughs> was that a year, or was that just the? I think that's a whole contract. Gotcha. I don't know what the structure of it is. I don't follow him like terribly closely. I do watch. I watch a few podcasts every now and then, but see, I've learned that I need to watch, like. Listening is great and all, but for some reason, in my brain, if I'm just listening to something, other than, like, music, of course, it goes it goes in, but it doesn't stay in there. Like, if I'm watching someone talk, it's that weird visual thing, you know what I'm talking about? Where, like, that's where it, like, clicks. For some reason, I have no clue why. Yeah, I do get what you mean. I think it's just too easy to, like, multitask while you're listening, like... I mean, I listen to podcasts sometimes at work, and it's like, I don't know how much of it I retain. Well, some people say that, like, like some people listen to, like, books while they sleep, and then they say that they like, right. retain some of that. I don't know how, but... I just feel like you wouldn't sleep very well. That's fair. You can just put a book under your pillow, and you get it by osmosis, I think. Yeah. I'm a wizard too. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, man. It's a crazy world we live in. You're a wizard, Harry. That's naturally where every single every single podcast has to go to that. Being a wizard? No. It's a crazy world we live in. <laughs> I've never seen uh, Harry Potter. I've not watched one movie. I haven't read a sentence of any book. You guys remember Dominic Mottola? 
Yeah. I used to sit in the bus, in the same seat on the bus with him. Yeah. In like third group. Sorry. Beep. In like beep beep. <laughs> Have you ever seen Division Three? <laughs> When he's like, you haven't seen that movie? I don't think so. Oh, man. I figured he would have. Anyway, in like third grade, he would come home with a Harry Potter book, not even started it, and in the morning, he'd be on like the last three chapters. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is impressive. That's a lot. Do you remember when we used to have those like reading competitions and it'd be like the number of pages you read? It was like during like... Why do I feel like it was called Right to Read Week? Was there a thing called oh, <laughs> Right to Read? The bookstore week, whenever like you'd have... Is that what it's called? So. Why is it called that? I know it's <laughs> Like, you're celebrating... Like, was there ever a time when they were like, you're not allowed to have the right to read? <laughs> what are you... <laughs> like, once in our history, we weren't allowed to read. But now we have Right to Read Week to remember that oh, we're allowed... No. Anyways... <clears throat> Or is it like write, like W-R-I-T-E to read? Well, what sense would that make? Well, you have to write yeah, it to read it. <laughs> you don't write the books that you You have to write it to read. <laughs> Somebody has to write it, Andy. That's why you got to remember the writers. They'd have like one illustrator and one writer come in. Oh, yeah. I remember like my mom paid for to Lou, get one like yeah. signed one time. Like Lewis Carl would come in with like... Ohio He'd draw like... It is called Right to Read, right? Right to Read with an R. Not yeah, R. well, I know. I'm just saying it was, it'd be funny if it was that's, WR. Yeah, that's what it was called. Yeah, the whole state. Lewis Caro comes in and just like graffitis like a caterpillar across the entire <laughs> Oh, yeah! He like did it upside down or whatever. I don't know if that's true. I just know <laughs> no, he made somebody, that caterpillar book. Yeah, somebody did come in and they... Well, then there was that like the, the dude did the eagle upside down and he flipped it over at the end and like... Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like a weird thing that like authors like also tour like in a lot of their off time. Like they just like go around to like mm-hmm. bookshops and like elementary schools and promote their books. Where was I going with this? I don't think you had. No, I, there was a reason why I said right to read week. Oh, Dominic Matola reading a lot of pages. Yeah. I just remember in first grade, there was like this really intense competition. And this one kid was just like making up pages. <laughs> he would like come in and have read like 500 pages in the past night. Were you in Mrs. Jones' class? I was in Mrs. Green. There's this kid that like, he took a piece of toilet paper and he lit it in his closet and caught his closet on fire. And he had to come into the class and apologize to the whole class for some reason. There's a kid whom I know his name, but I won't mention it on camera who locked himself in a locker and blamed it on myself and one of our friends do I know this kid oh yeah I'll tell you at the you got locked in a locker yeah he told us like we have like cameras in the school and he told us that we shoved him in there and like bullied him I think and I then they, they like watched they like that. watched him like walking into the locker <laughs> and shutting the door and then like coming yeah, out yeah I, I, I don't remember who it was but I remember that happening <laughs> And then we used to race on our, like, math tests. Like, there'd be those, like, addition tables, and there'd be, like, complete 100 addition problems or something like that, and good times. We have to break again? Dang, I was just getting into the groove. Um, 
We just took a long pause to talk about personal sensitive topics near and dear to our hearts. <clears throat> and now we're back to give to you the entertainment which you seek. Um, it's for you. We know Tyler Dillon listens to this on his walks to school, maybe. TD. He used to. Um, feller. We are big in uh, California and France. All set. Shout out to our audio listeners. Shout out to our ad revenue listeners. Not the fake YouTube people. Cabela's. They want to see our lovely selves. The great outdoors. And our Cabela's set. Singing the great outdoors. The Bass Pro. Oh, I mean, Bass Pro bought Cabela's though, so. It's all the same. It's all the same. Coke and Pepsi, they're owned by the same people. But drank by the same people. Here we go. Anyways, (coughs) this is getting hot. We're going to talk about real topics now. All right. And I think that it would be irresponsible of ourselves to not take record of the climate that we're living in, um, the political climate that we're living in, All right, the socioeconomic climate that we're living oh. in, the um, health climate that we're living in, the climate climate that we're living in. Moral of the story, stop being such jerks to everybody. You can have your opinion, but you don't gotta... <laughs> You're falling apart, Cody. I know. I'm just over here cutting the grass. Listen, man. What is your take on... This whole defund the police thing. Like, what is your take on... Oh, boy. Just the whole topic of police brutality, Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, that whole mire of stuff that we're all kind of stuck in. Like, even if you kind of don't want to make... Like, a statement on it at some point, like, somebody's going to catch you, and you kind of have to make... A statement on it. Here's the thing, like, when there's when there's an opinion on one side, we were just talking about this, there's going to be a strong opinion on the other side, and nobody can be civil about it, apparently, anymore in these days, and I'm not discrediting anything, I'm not saying anything's not worth fighting for or anything like that, but there's definitely a right and a wrong way about going about, like, change and stuff, you know what I mean? And I 100% think that a lot of us are taking the wrong way with any of this. Now, that's coming from my white privileged ass, so, like, take it how you will. Um, But like I said, everybody's entitled to their opinion. As far as, like, the whole police brutality, yeah, I agree. There's definitely bad cops out there. Um, But with that being said, like... In my in my personal situation, like those are the people I have to rely on. Um, like if sh- stuff goes bad, like that's who 
that's who I have to to call for and to rely on. Um, now, and then it goes along with the whole social media stuff. There's video footage of things, but I feel that sometimes you only get shown what they want to show you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna be. I mean, yeah, I'm pro like. Blue lives matter. I'm pro everybody's lives matter. This it's not the point of all this. It's like I don't know. It's just it's not my favorite topic. It's but it's something that needs to be addressed, I guess. I don't know what it's a very tough topic because I think a lot of people are kind of to the point where they don't want to accept any nuance, like in the argument, like to the point where you can't really like you almost have to pick a side right like you can't it's hard to split down the middle even though I think a lot of people if they're honest would rather split it down the middle yeah yeah. it's hard because you're taking so many you're taking so many one-off events that are largely newsworthy and you have to form an opinion of, of like millions upon millions of like kind of data points of interactions of real like officers with people yeah and then but but the things that kind of shape your opinions or shape the public opinion recently have just been very loud points if that makes sense mm-hmm. there it's very specific like, to the point where, like, how do you make a, a change or a nice. difference? Because you can be, I don't know, I feel like change is better off in a, in a, a broad or general stance versus a very specific certain population, uh, like with the whole, like, police brutality thing I mean you, you can train as much as you can and you can try to train people to do things a certain way but there's still going to be somebody that has their own opinion that you're not going to be able to change and maybe they shouldn't be an officer because of that reason and maybe that's what we need to do is we need to try to weed that out but My thing is like I think spectrum, that a lot of this stuff going on right now is just going to select for like some of the bad actors like you're gonna start selecting almost more for the bad actors because if you are a person that's really trying to do your best like is that the place that you want to be at right now is in in a police department at this point in yeah. time you know what I mean I think I mean to call it for what it is I think that there probably are some power hungry officers or people that kind of like to just exert their will right. over other people and there's a weird thing when you hold power over another person like when you are legally allowed to carry a firearm like that, you're legally allowed to detain another person and kind of uproot their life. But in any society, you need law and order. As much as I love to, like, kind of... I don't know. Some I like to sympathize with rebels and people that are... that's what I want to say I don't know it's such a difficult 
topic to even grasp because I think that there's a lot of right and a lot of wrong on both sides as anything. Right. And But with a lot of right and a lot of wrong, it's hard to take that and make some kind of uh, solution to move you forward to a better a better situation for everyone. Mm. I don't know. I feel... I mean, that sounded like a whole load of, of horse but... Rolling, 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 rolling. We're like Limp Biscuit out here. We're rolling, rolling, rolling. Nobody will catch that reference because I like Limp Biscuit. They weren't Limp Biscuit's not good. I like some of their stuff. <laughs> Sorry, Limp Biscuit isn't good. Um, the problem with all of these conversations is that there's kind of a point where like language just like doesn't work, like. And I don't know, I, this maybe isn't a conversation where you couldn't like perfectly articulate something, but there's a lot of things that you say which you totally see the other side to, and as you're saying it, you're like kind of second-guessing yeah. yourself <laughs> as it's coming out of your mouth. And that's why I kept changing. I know, because you totally see both sides of, of the argument. Gosh, I don't know. Talk about a mind. Beep. It is a difficult thing, and I hope we can get back on track. I feel, I kind of felt like sometimes, like, sometimes I get, like, kind of discouraged on everything that's going on, but it's just, it's so much of it is just kind of, like, where you're placing your focus Mm -hmm. at the moment, I think. I feel like there's some people out there that kind of, like, I shouldn't say... I, just, I wish Jesus, we would all get off again. of I'm second guessing what I want to I say. I wish we would all get off of social media because like there's no way you can say whatever you want in 160 characters or 320 characters or whatever like everything that you say like pretty much lacks nuance even if you're you have some stupid thread like the problem is right now what's very attractive is there's a lot of people that just choose one stance and just kind of just keep reiterating it over and over and over again and they build up a following and they become attached to one idea and they don't have any any freedom to kind of mix between idea like once you get stuck on one path it's hard to go back without like compromising like yeah everything you said in the past exactly because you're contradicting yourself you tie some sort of an identity to the things that you're saying and then you kind of become stuck in it. The same thing with like podcasting, like even just this, like putting words on tape is so weird because words don't accurately express everything that you're thinking and they, they can really like shadow you. What? They really can, man. Especially like, like words on tape can present like such, they can present a side of you that you really don't, like you don't ever want to be presented on. And I just think it's such a weird thing as humans. It's not like we've had recorded audio forever. Like you could always, uh, like people forget all the time, like what you you say, you kind of had more freedom in the past where you could kind of change your views a little bit more, I would think. But now you, you've got to, you're kind of tied to You said something stupid 20 years ago and like, that's your opinion forever. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's something beautiful about this that you're recording, a moment in time and you're kind of capturing it 
and you're saying maybe what your thought patterns were at that time, but everything is constantly changing. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, just, it's just true. I just... <laughs> and then once you, like, once you just keep digging, like, deeper and deeper at these roots, like, you just end up to a point where either one, like, your language is not really, like, sufficient to cover what you want to say or... There's a lot, like, you just get to a point where you just don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way for you to comprehend it. That's right. Drink up. I don't know, what? Cody. <laughs> I don't know, Cody. I don't know either. That's why I'm... And now we're back to, what, what did we always say? We always say that these topics come back to what? Like, politics, religion. I guess it's what our podcast is about. Art. For the entire thing. Yeah, but that's just kind of, I don't know, that's what a lot of my conversations kind of end up boiling down to because it's difficult. Uh, I don't. I just feel like once you keep chipping away at things, you, you kind of start to get to what like constitutes a person's identity, if you know what I mean. So like what constitutes your identity is like the particular like thoughts that you have, the particular beliefs that you're holding at the moment, the information that you're being presented, your life experiences. And in a way, I think that does kind of boil down to religion, politics, and art. It's just unfortunate that a lot of this stuff has become almost, it's almost cliche in a way that you don't, I don't even want to talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm like oh gosh like everybody is out there with their own podcast like just spewing out these words that they think are meaningful in some way what <laughs> nothing dude you <laughs> just say you're laughing at me, man. <sighs> gosh I don't know there's this weird thing too where you just start have you ever noticed, like, do you notice in your life, like, how things are, like, narrowing? Like, you're starting so? to, like, go down these paths. Like, I don't know. I just felt like when you were younger, like, there were just, like, there were more options ahead of you. You know what I mean? And now yeah. there's, like, there's, like, decisions that are kind of behind you and things start and to narrow it. Like, you start, you start you probably, making decisions within, within like, yeah. past decisions. In yeah, some I way, you were always constricted by these, like, you were always constricted by your environment and your past. I feel like it's always, like, career choice is, like, that's right, the, but like, the big, and then once you've committed to it, then you're, like, making decisions on how to maintain that. Absolutely, but in some way, that's, like, so artificial. Like, at any point in time, well, right, you, yeah. you, you actually could jump out of these like say I mean if you want to give it like tram lines or like train tracks like that you're on you could always like right. jump off the tracks and do something totally new but like you never really but you're do. taught that you shouldn't right you're taught that like like that, that would be such like a waste of yeah, time or like exactly. everything you've done in the past would be a waste <laughs> excuse me oh god that stinks so <laughs> no I I completely understand that there, there you're taught that like you've got a certain time period where change is okay you can make you can kind of screw up you can kind of 
change your path, but then you're taught, okay, well, you still got to pick something and you still got to run with it. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I, I think I understand what you're talking about. And in my, I guess my own personal, it's always been like career path is what you, you just grow up. That's what you think about. That's the big long-term goal. It's not like happiness. It's like career path. That makes sense. Yes. Is it, you kind of agree with that? Yeah, but it happiness is just such a weird. Uh, it's such a weird thing. Like if that's, I don't know that happiness should be like the north star of your life. If you know what I mean. Okay. Like, do you do you think so? I think happiness is what you should narrate your life trajectory towards. I don't know. I mean, I feel like. All right, I guess. Like whatever how you're, how fleeting is happiness to you? It totally depends on your definition. Well, I mean, I guess that's kind of the point. Like, whatever your, um, personal. Uh, what's the word I'm trying to? Comfortability, like comfort. Whatever you want it to be, like I feel like happiness is kind of I don't know hand in hand with like comfort like when you feel like you have done what you wanted to do if you wanted to do anything does that make you feel comfortable though I guess I mean and where are you going with this I don't know I mean to me happiness has kind of been somewhat of a fleeting thing how so that's so like I feel like I've led a very like for the most part a very happy life but I wouldn't say that happiness is necessarily what I'm aiming towards what are you aiming towards I don't know it's a good question my man I'm the interviewer here quit asking me deep questions well I need um, to know where we're going with this Well, no, I mean, I think I was trying to, like, I I heard you say something about, like, happiness and career path. Do we choose our career paths to be something that would make us happy, though? Well, that wasn't, I didn't feel that was my point. Like, I felt like growing up, everybody was instilled in their head, your goal, right? I, just like going through school, like, your goal with this, all of this is to find your career path. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that that's what it should be, and not saying that that's what I focused on, but that, in my personal opinion, growing up, that's what I felt was always like, oh, you'll find your career path, and then you'll be happy the rest of your life, or whatever. Or then you have like those outside thinkers that are like, oh, if you find something that you're happy with or something that you enjoy, you'll never be, you'll never work a day in your life, or whatever. Right. But do you feel that when you're at work? I mean, right now, like, with the path that I found myself in, I don't know if I necessarily, like, growing up thought that I would, but I've found, I've figured out a way that, yes, I enjoy what I do, and it makes me happy, but if I was, I don't know, like, an aerospace engineer or something like that, you know, I would find, oh, yeah, that this is what makes me happy this is what i enjoy 
Oh. And I wouldn't give a second thought to what I do now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, one thing that I've kind of been thinking of is like, I don't know if, and maybe this is just for me, but if it's my career path that makes me happy or if I can just choose to be happy with whatever I'm doing. Right. And I think that's good. I just think that from like a young age. But do you ever feel trapped by that notion? Like, kind of. You have to find like this career and then it's like you work 40 hours a week. Like you work almost more than you like live outside of work. And so there's like a weird thing. I don't know if it's in other, I'm, I assume it's in other cultures as well, but like where your personal identity is rooted in whatever your job is. Yeah, that's my Like, if point, someone yeah. asks you, like, yeah. what, hey, like, what are you? Like, you meet someone, they're like, what are you? You tell them, like, I, you're, oh, I'm an EMT. Like, oh, I'm a bioengineer. I'm studying bioengineering. Or I'm working at this, like, mm-hmm. pharmaceutical company. You're doing whatever. And it's, like, that's kind of a weird thing. Like, when you were growing up, that's never really what you would say if somebody asked you, like, what Right, you and that's are. kind of my point. Like, I feel like we've been directed to where that's what, makes who you are you know what i'm saying i don't say that i don't think that's right i don't that's think that's I'm, yeah like is that right and is it a product of the society that we've been i just raised think, in from my personal experience i feel that that's how life has been i don't know that's i agree with you you know what i mean yeah and I'm I not don't saying know it's right. I'm just, what else like in american society can you even tether yourself to like, other than that, like, you said, oh, like, oh, I'm a Republican, I'm a Dem... Like, you just tie yourself to these weird, like, structures, mm. kind of. But I don't know how else you would even sit back and, like, describe like yourself. yourself. Yeah. See, that's the problem, like... What would happen if you ask somebody, like, pre-industrial, or, like, even, say, far... Like, somebody that's in a tribe, like... How would you describe yourself? Like you think they, oh. you think they'd say like, "Oh, I like I hunt deer," or like I that's may, wicked I right there. Make like swords or something. Like, would they have described themselves by what they engaged in, or would they have tried to give some deeper level of whatever they thought was going on between their ears or their soul or some something like that? That's a wicked thought right there. I don't know. I don't know when the whole, I don't know what part in our history that it like became. Switched over? Yeah, you, you, you will become a doctor and you'll be successful and happy and, or you will become a cash register person and you'll be depressed and hate your life forever. Like that's the, that's the notion everybody gets. And I feel like some people will kind of realize that and they're like oh you can be happy being a dumpster man like but the fact that they they combine those two that like happiness is equal to what your career is or whatever like the fact that that is a thing kind of shows something about like our society you know what I mean the fact that like what you do to make a living is how happy or how sad or you know how you'll be viewed in society versus just, I don't know, being a genuine human, like. Right. But what even is genuine? Like, what it, What would a genuine human, 
say, I don't know, somehow miraculously we got to a point where you didn't even have to work, mm -hmm. what would a genuine human engage in? Play golf? I don't know. Golf? <laughs> would you find, like, your golf skills your here now? now. In golf? <laughs> That's my question. Like, what would you do post work, post laboring? That's an excellent question. It's like, I don't even know that we even have the capability to, like, step out of our present circumstances and even right. describe that. You'd almost have to take it back to the whole, just, you'd have to, you'd have to take a step back to, to kind of view it. I mean, you'd have to just be like, go back to the way. What would you do right now if you survive. didn't, you would golf if you didn't work? Yeah, but like, say food, like, just right, came I know. to you. Say you had, like, infinite food. Infinite water. What would you? What infinite would you do? food. Infinite water. I mean, I would. I, I would. I'd fish. I'd hunt. I'd golf. I mean, I'd do everything that I had an opportunity to. It's not that far till you get to the point like, once you stop, just like working to subside, you get to the point of like, what is life? Like, what is life worth? Or like, what? I guess we do could look even at retirement. Find like meaning in. I guess we could look at retirement. Like yeah, but like it's kind of like does that sound? Does that even really sound that pleasurable? No, you? and that's one of the things I had this professor in college, my one freaking year of college, and she was like, this whole use you, you work your entire life until you're 65, 75, whatever, and then you retire and you have all this money. All right, what are you going to do with the money? You're going to what? You're going to go out and golf every day? Yeah. Are you going to go to the freaking Denny's every morning? Yeah. I mean, well, you I mean, should be living life when you're like in your youth and like go buy a freaking jet ski and like do whatever the hell you want. Like the fact that the 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 idea to that your career is who you are and then you're supposed to work your ass off and collect all this this retirement funds and everything so that when you're 65 oh you can finally enjoy life how does that make any freaking sense what am i gonna have a freaking coronary when i'm 65 and a half oh there went all that freaking money i just right. give it to my kid now right. like oh i what agree the, what the hell like, i agree there's some uh there's a like a finance paul he's he wrote a book basically of like how to die with like no money in the bank type of thing mm -hmm. i gotta i think he even had i mean he had some fund like for his kids set up but then like after that, he wanted to try to spend all the money, like, in his life and die with, like, zero dollars. It's an interesting concept, but... <sighs> well, even then, now we're basing our lives on, like, like money. money. Like, I, <laughs> like... I... I don't know. I don't know. So, see, this is what I mean. Like, you get to this point where then you try... Like, I think a lot of people take religion and use it to solve that or a lot of people take like philosophy or take just like straight up pleasure or just like numbing themselves to that idea mm -hmm. but I just kind of feel like there's there is this threshold that once you hit it I don't know, you know there, where there's to go really and, not an yeah. answer like once you stop like once you sit back and think about things you're like I don't even know what mm -hmm. to, where to go from this but you can't you can't form your an opinion about it because then you're viewed as like an outsider 
but even at that point like why are you why do you care if you're viewed as an outsider like if that's what makes you if that's what you want what does it even matter and I think people get too fixated on that what other people because that's just that's just how humans are you know we're very just, social cre- or like we need a lot of like feedback from other yeah, people exactly they, there's there's as, mani- as much as people want to say that there's not well they recognize that there's like social norms but like don't be normal or whatever and it's just that's impossible it's this impossible to not want to be normal and no matter no matter how much you want to say it like like yeah I want to be different but it being different is normal like right. trying to be different is a normal thing for someone to do right so then you get this big limbo of everything and if we just stop freaking denying the fact that like well I just think everybody's like incredibly weird like I think that we like suspend our own like thoughts and stuff and then we like we go out in public and like play this like little game type right. thing but then, like when you get people one on one you're like oh we all have these like yeah. these like really weird like th- are like socially like strange thoughts and stuff and we have them pretty frequently mm-hmm. it's a strange thing gosh I, I just feel like it's a it's a it's I, I, I want to stop venturing from I want to venture from saying no it's a common thing I just lost where I was going. It's, it's a common thing for people to um I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> I just I completely lost it. What's another podcast topic? Aliens? <laughs> hey, so what do you think about aliens? I don't know. I mean, Have you ever heard of the Fermi paradox? No. That's a big log. I don't know if I think you probably just murdered the fire. <laughs> Okay. Weren't you a boy uh, scout? It caught under there. It caught. Weren't you a boy scout? Yeah. Well, there's yeah. some fire. All right. I just hope smoke comes out of that little branch hole right there. That'd be really cool. What's this? What's this theory you're talking about? Uh, the Fermi paradox is just that paradox. That there's like that space is so large that there has to be aliens. Basically, that's like the bread and butter of it. I mean, I I. I think that wasn't there some news feed that like went out and said that the government has aliens or some shit or like uh, government I'm, agreed that they saw the Pentagon UFOs. admitted to it this summer yeah yeah and they, nobody like, said quietly like let that go during yes and no nobody I'm sitting back and I'm like did anybody notice what just happened and everybody's like ah Coronas damn it Coronas <laughs> the Wuhan flu got the it Coronas. again you can't say that we're gonna get deplatformed. <laughs> flu meanwhile the government openly said yeah it's real we we're hiding it i don't know if that's what they said but but nobody cared like are you kidding me yeah (sighs) nobody give a gave a freaking damn don't you kind of feel like these are the conversations that were had around the fire like forever I guess. We think people would have talked about forever just like sitting around. Like imagine if every night you just sat around a fire and talked like this. Like what would you talk about? Like you like. I don't know. I, mean, I guess it'd be based like off of what your. Village gossip or like. <laughs> oh like we got a. Sandra's over there just making her way through the village of men. <laughs> Sorry I'm a misogynistic freaking. <laughs> you can't say anything. tribal man. 
I don't know. I really don't know. So God, no, obviously I won't put I won't put you on the spot for that. I'm still trying to figure that one out myself. It's a, it's another difficult one. I do know that it is a very beautiful night. That it is. It is it's like perfect temperature here. Don't know if this will ever get released or not. I think there's some decent stuff. You know, every rapper's got to have that album that never gets released and they then they die. Yeah, well, we have a lot. So if I die, <laughs> you can. There's a lot of posthumous like material that can be put out there. The true opinions of Clayton Lenhart. Yeah. Do we? I guess. Yeah, I felt like we were getting really in the meat and potatoes in that one, but we were getting into the meat and potatoes. <laughs> we fell off the wagon. Well, there's just so far you can go, man. Yeah, and, and without and, sounding corny, like yeah. The thing is, is like I'm I'm aware enough to the point, like I don't know how these people actually make podcasts for a living and like realize like. You ever listen to Joe Rogan and he repeats himself like a million times? Yeah. That's why I feel like every time I'm on this and then, or like just people that sound so corny and like stupid and then. There's confidence, man. You just got to have confidence. Yeah, but it's not even it. just confidence. It's just like, I know at the same time that a lot of this is like. Just bull****. Repeated stuff, yeah. Yeah, and almost like cliche. Yeah. And it's like, if you don't have an exact topic, how do you bring something out? But I just feel like. This is where a lot of conversations end up going for us. Maybe we're just trying to figure out what we're... Maybe there's something that needs to be said, and we're just trying to get it out, but we can't. Yes. About getting that... That deep... That's always my struggle, is trying to articulate things. I wish my phone wasn't dead. I would read you a podcast... Or a poem. I'd read you a poem. I'm, I'm disappointed that you don't have it memorized. I write poems. You wrote it and you don't know it? No, I don't have it memorized. You wrote it, though. That doesn't I, mean maybe I, I should start writing. writing. You know... You should start writing. Here's, it's easier... I think that a lot of times it's easier to articulate with writing. I mean, you still run up against the wall a lot of times. And it's frustrating. I'm sure that... I don't know. I feel like just any form of expressing yourself. Like if you're a painter, you're probably like frustrated with what your final product is. That's why I, I can't do any like drawing or anything because I'm so bad. I just get like, <laughs> mad about it and just quit. Well, here's my thing. Like I say, uh, you know, I should draw. I should read. I should do all this. But there's other things in my life that like I should be prioritizing right now, like studying and like doing homework and stuff. I'm like. If I sat down and I wrote a poem, when I had free time to, like, be doing what I'm supposed to be doing... Yeah, but I, sometimes it just makes you feel better and, like, think clearer about what you really want to be doing. That's fair. I just find, like, writing, you can't BS as much as speaking. Because you just, like, you instantly see it coming down on the paper and you're like, oh... 
that's what like my thoughts aren't really organized on this topic you can't like sit and stutter about mm-hmm. it I don't know like you, you, you when you write it's the final product of what you yeah, yeah. wanted to say but I just know I'm glad that we did this podcast not like this specific podcast I just mean this whole thing in general what are you doing Andy you know what you look like right now? You look like a bass player. You ever notice how bass players always jut their heads? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Copyright. They're supposed to have a new album out this year, I think. Really? Mm-hmm. Those, those boys are getting old. Fushanti's mm-hmm. back. Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah, they let their. Uh, he released like another like electronic solo album this year. It's uh, I don't know if you like experimental electronic music. Electronic technotronic. That's difficult for me sometimes. Please put your hands up and show them how it's done. Have we ever explained what this podcast actually was? I feel like we've tried to a few times and we never did. And I, it's not like we ever like set into it with like full intentions. There were thoughts behind the naming it Coyote Cast. Dude, I feel like remember it was in Mr. Law's class. Rem- uh, what was the? Was it a drawing or was it poems that we wrote? I think it was poem. I mean, it was it poems? That was an English class. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was it for, though? Because I remember... We did, like, a Native American poetry. Okay. Was it a group effort, or was it, like... But I remember even, like, talking about Coyote even into senior year. I know. That's when we came up with Tickle the Toes. And that's where <laughs> Coyote came from. And Coyote is the trickster god in a lot of, like, a Native American mm-hmm. folklore. And I think what, like, this project, in some ways, like, kind of as a thought, as an experiment, was supposed to be somewhat of a trickster. Wasn't your Xbox name XX Trickster? See, there's just so it many is. things that just, like, mesh together <laughs> about <laughs> the whole coyote oh, thing. I wish I wasn't so absent within we also the, really, like coyotes. The, the middle of all of Coyote Cast. Speaking of coyotes. Yeah, I think... I don't know. But, uh... We need to find that... We need to find that... Awesome? We need to find that poem. That story, whatever it was. Yeah. There's a story about Coyote. Yeah. Yeah. What was it for? Who wrote it? It was just some, like, anonymous... No, somebody wrote it. poem, I feel like. Somebody in class wrote it? Yes, it was one of us. All I know is that in that class, we read uh, The Crucible, and right, we had to yeah. write, like, a poem. Yeah, that's what it was. And it I was... wrote some poem, like, from, like, what, like, the female character's perspective, and it was, like, <laughs> it was really out there. And I remember we were supposed to read it out loud to class, and I was like, I can't even, I, gonna... there's no way I can read this out loud. This is embarrassing. I'm pretty sure that you read it out. I'm going to ask Mr. Law, because... 
Because it was hanging up behind. It was hanging up on the wall. We hung it up up on the wall. Did we? Yes. I wonder remember. if it's in my Google Docs. I wonder if I can access that. All right, still. let's uh, just pause this for a second. <laughs> well. That was a coyote. Are we ready? Let's go! Are we gonna do this? <laughs> there it is. There it is. Well, I think that we've learned that we don't know what we don't know. You can't ever figure it out. And that we may never figure it out. But we did have a good time talking about it. And we hope that you enjoyed it as well. So until next time, this has been the Coyote Cast. All right, let's light some shit on fire. Ah! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>